0: Nina. Yes. Me. Well. Ooh.
1: What's your name? Um, my Steve Moy, My last name. M O Y. with
0: my first name.
1: No, yeah. What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition, of course. I'm your co-host John here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa.
2: Hello everyone. How's everyone doing? Wow. I love the new <laughs> intro. Good job.
1: Look at how fast I made that happen.
2: Well, let's be honest. It was my idea, but you made it happen.
1: It was your idea. Well, mm-hmm. the teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork
2: makes the dream work. Exactly. I feel like
1: we should, well, not that that needs any explanation, but I feel like we should explain the impetus, the reason behind adding some yes. difference, some differentiation between these openings. This will be the first place we announce it. This will be True. the first. This will be the first place we announce it. So you guys, you MAFS fans, are gonna are privy to some information before anyone else is. Mm. Although if you follow us on Instagram, which you should <laughs> be doing at Married to Reality Pod, if you follow us on Instagram, you might have an idea of what we're about to announce, which is that we're going to be covering another new show. Woohoo! Listen okay. to that excitement in Therese's <laughs> voice.
2: I am excited because it's a fun show.
1: It's a fun show. It was actually a show suggested to us by a friend. A friend of ours reached out to us on Instagram.
2: Yeah, guys, that's why we always ask. Talk to us on Instagram.
1: You never know. You just reach out, share your thoughts, and yeah. and maybe we'll start covering a show thanks to you. And yeah, so one of our friends reached out to us the other day, Amy, and said, hey, I don't know if you guys watch this show called Below Deck. Woo-hoo! But it's a <laughs> wild show, and the third season of Below Deck Sailing Yacht just started. So if you guys don't watch it, you should, and maybe you should podcast about it. So Therese and I talked very quickly, said, that seems like a good idea. Darcy and Stacy's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. We need another show because we've gone from four shows A week and then it's going to go down to two after Darcy and we just don't know what to do with our lives when it gets that low
2: (laughs) plus i've never seen it before but when amy suggested it i talked to john and john's like yeah i used to watch it it's a great show so i went ahead and i watched the episode and i loved it oh yeah so i was like yes let's cover it because not just because it's interesting and it's something a little different it's also it also involves foreigners. Ah, uh, we love and the this foreigners. Is what we are all about, guys. If you didn't know, by the way, I'm foreign, Czech Republic bitches, and so this is great. Like I love it. I love that there are foreigners involved, and there's still gonna be some relationships from what I saw so and what I read.
1: Why are we covering maps then? If we're only about that foreign no, no, no life? not
2: only about the foreigners, no. but we like the foreigners. Yeah, so we- I'm saying. We do. It's another reason why we love, well, why I thought it's a good fit for us.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, we try to cover shows where we can shed a little personal insight into them. And so with we started with 90 Day Fiancé, obviously. We are an international couple. We went through the green card process. Then we got to cover the spinoffs, of course, Darcy and Stacey. Yeah. There's some international love there. Single life, of course. Mavs, just as a married couple, I think we can...
2: I was just going to say, we're married. They're married.
1: (laughs) Shine a little light. And it's a
2: great show, guys. Let's be honest.
1: And let's be honest there. And yeah, now with Below Deck... We got the international aspect, mm-hmm. we got luxury, I'm a man of luxury, if you guys have heard me talk about Jesse mm-hmm. of the single, I'm a man mm-hmm. of luxury, so yachts, and yeah, it's just a crazy dumpster fire, and, and we're all about that, first and foremost.
2: And there's a way I can slightly relate to those people, and I'll talk about it in the podcast, yeah, d- podcast. I've never done that, but I... I'll tell you how I can relate. <laughs> You're not
1: good on boats. Oh, forget, I hate- forget never working on a boat. You've barely been on a boat.
2: Oh, I've been on a boat, and I spent the whole time in the bathroom because yeah. I got I got seasick, guys. I can't be on a freaking pontoon, and I'm gonna be throwing on up on a
1: pontoon. So,
2: but there is a different aspect of what I'm saying. How I can relate? Well, not even relate. Understand. Some understand. of these people understand, so <laughs> we'll get that when we drop the oh, show. Oh, you're not so. going to share? No. Oh, that's t- a tease. Tune in. It's a tease.
1: Okay, well then we should tell them. So because we're kind of a week behind, not really, because the first episode came out this week, but we're not gonna we're not gonna always post it when we post this first one because I think we're gonna post this first one Friday. Yes. Which will be tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. I think this one will come out. This first Below Deck podcast will come out Friday evening, but then moving forward, Wednesday ish. Yeah. Wednesday mornings, Wednesday, yeah, early yeah. morning, afternoon. So plan on that if you guys are Below Deck fans. If not, if you've never watched the show, like Teresa, she watched one episode <laughs> and she is. I'm hooked. Fully on board.
2: I'm hooked. Oh yeah, I'm fully on board. (laughs) (laughs) Fully on board. I can't wait
1: for all the new sailing puns to come. Yeah. So guys, again, we put the poll up. I don't even think we mentioned that. We put a poll up on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We said we're thinking of covering the show. What do you guys think? Overwhelmingly. It was yes, cover it. So we are, mm-hmm. but that's all to say you should be following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod because that's where exactly th- that's where things like this happen. If you want to have a voice in this podcast, and we want you guys to have a voice in it, it's happening on Instagram. So for follow sure. us at Married to Reality Pod. And, and
2: thanks again, Amy, yeah, for thanks. a great suggestion.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure we'll shout you out again on the actual below deck. For pod. sure. Okay. Also, once you're following the Instagram, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Look down and smash that follow button.
2: Guys, smash it like it's as hot as our new intro song. <laughs> which is our original song with just some of our math's friends saying things.
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm liking it. I might have to tighten it up or something. It might have been yeah. a little bit long, but it's a work in I agree, progress. I agree. Good. Okay, it's a work in progress, but just something so when you press play, you know, okay, this is the podcast I'm listening
2: yeah, to. Yeah, this is our podcast. This is Teresa and John. The Mavs edition. Mm-hmm. Like the song is telling and those little things going to be telling. There so we're just trying to make everyone's life easier, guys.
1: Especially ours because then we'll hear it and it'll remind it us. It triggers. What are we talking triggers about? It what
2: we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I told Very John Pavlovian. what he did for Darcy and Stacey and he actually didn't tell me the first time he did it. He just played it and I like died laughing. Yeah. And I kept telling him that's amazing. We should definitely do it for a different versions of the part. And with the new rebrand, now covering different shows, now's the time.
1: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So thank you for that. Thank you for that encouragement. And I hope you guys like it. If you guys have any thoughts, because we're going to need to do one for Below Deck. So if you guys have any thoughts, although I think it's... Kind of an all-new season, all-new cast of characters. So I'm going to have to go in and grab...
2: Some are all so new characters. I know. We got
1: Captain Glenn. Well, I think Captain Glenn
2: and also some of the guys been working with Captain Glenn before. Okay.
1: all right. Well, we'll Listen, save it. I
2: watched it. I, I loved it. it.
1: Let's, <laughs> let's save it for the pod. Okay, last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. Okay, it means more than you would ever know. So please, if you haven't left one, a rating, a review, you can do it on Apple, Spotify. Please... It means a lot to us. Yes. Okay, I'm excited to talk about this episode.
2: Oh yeah. What an oh episode. yeah. But
1: well, it. Woo-wee! I mean, drama throughout, but at the end, just jaw dropping. It also
2: makes me feel a little better about Steve. Oh no, Steve, Chris, and Alyssa exiting. Because they didn't much.
1: They didn't really exit.
2: Yeah. Well, they're still in there, but they're gonna divorce, right? There are other people who bring the drama. So
0: right, as we, much we. as I
2: listen, as much as I miss the major Chris and Alyssa drama when she's absolutely nuts and she just keeps lying to the cameras, <laughs> and I love how the producers keep throwing back old. Like she says, "Oh, I did ABC," but they throw back a video that she literally didn't. I know. and I love it. Does
1: she not know that those cameras are recording? What does no. she think well, that is? Yeah,
2: we'll get that because she literally everything that came out of her mouth on this episode the producers threw it back to the time that she actually didn't do what she said she did it was and it's hilarious it was
1: beautiful yeah and she's eventually gonna watch the show and see it I wish they kind of showed her in real time literally in real time could call her out on her Mm -hmm. bs but we all got to see it It so
2: much bs it was
1: beautiful yeah let's get into it let's start with you said Steve. Let's start with Noy and Steve. No
2: and Steve.
1: So, okay. Here's my first concern. Noise concerned Steve doesn't have a job. I'm concerned Noy's doing her job in the kitchen. Literally, she could be cooking noodles. And we'll get to noodles. We'll get to noidles. We'll talk about <laughs> noidles in a minute, but she could literally be cooking dinner and working on her computer at the same time. She is so in that kitchen. This is Olajuwon's dream to have his woman in the kitchen this much.
2: I mean, I don't know why you have a problem with it because you work in the kitchen.
1: I do, and here's why I'm okay with our situation. We both have jobs, so True. we both need a place to work. They have two bedrooms One job. So why doesn't she move her office into the second bedroom? It's
2: all about feeling comfortable. If she feels comfortable there, that's fine. I don't
1: think she's going to feel comfortable in the kitchen much longer after this episode. (laughs) Well,
2: true. But I also don't think that Steve is around, really. Maybe he does something during the day. What is he doing? I don't know.
1: Guy's got no job. Good
2: question. He's freelancing. He said he has. No, he's
1: not. Well, I know. He says he can. And guys, call in because I think there's a lot of misunderstanding of is he working? Is he not working? Is he freelancing? My understanding is he has the skills to work, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't work.
2: And I had a conversation about this with one of our friends on Instagram. Let's shout out Missy. Hello, Missy. What's up, Missy? We're talking about this, right? Because Mr. Message does, and I'm on the same page. And I told her I do freelance too on the side as extra money, you know, something I do here and there that's not my main source of income, right? I can't imagine. And I know some people do it, but you have to really work hard for it to be chasing all these opportunities to live off of a freelance job, right? Oh, it's so difficult. It's so difficult. You really have to work so, so, so much harder than if you have a regular job. But I kind of get the idea. Steve doesn't seem to be doing anything. And what I told Missy is that I would understand if he has his big dreams and he wants to entertain whatever opportunities he might have but have a full-time job while doing that and once something kicks in then you can be like you know what I'm gonna be full-time freelancer I have all these great leads or I'm gonna have my own business but in the meantime dude you want to you guys want to have three kids you have a wife who's concerned you are almost 40 get a full-time job
1: yeah (laughs) I I somewhat agree I think Living the freelance life is a thing and you can do it. To do it successfully, at least in my understanding, because I work with a lot of freelancers, you have to be fully invested, be present, mm-hmm. have your network. Mm-hmm. If you fall out of your network, mm-hmm. if you don't freelance for a couple months, people are not going to look to you. They're going to find other people to tap. 100%. And so you got to stay there. You got to stay relevant. And so my question was, maybe this guy, maybe he scratched a lucky lotto ticket. Maybe he came into some money because let's do a little stalker this segment here. I found Steve on LinkedIn.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. I found
1: his LinkedIn page, which let's not do creepy. He gives his first and last name. You heard it in the intro here on this pod. I put it into LinkedIn. I found him. So here's a couple things I learned. His last job, he was the sales engineer. Yeah. Which he says. He worked at Experian in Boston. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I looked up, now I have a lot of information. I looked it up. What's the average salary of a sales engineer at Experian in Boston? Mm -hmm. I have all the pieces, right? I put them together, went to Google, came up with an answer of his salary. And I'm sure this is pretty close to what he makes.
2: Okay. What is it? Any guesses? Well, I do work with engineers, so. Sales engineers? No, different engineers. I'm gonna say 110,000. It's a
1: very good you. Let's give let's give this girl a prize here because you nailed the average sales engineer. You salary. also know
2: that I'm very interested in other people's jobs so you, you and with people. Up. Okay, well, I, I didn't look up this one. Right. I'll be honest. I was a genuine guess. But I was thinking engineers, I would say average salary would be like 80,000, 90,000. But then you think of big cities like Boston, you got to bump it up.
1: You're spot on. And you're thinking about all the different variables. You got it. Okay. But Experian, Mm -hmm. from my research, underpays. Maybe they're a great company. Maybe everyone wants to work for them. Great benefits, but they underpay. So their average salary for a sales engineer 90,000.
2: You went so deep. I love it.
1: Okay. Well, because I want to know because I'm trying to make an assessment about <laughs> mm-hmm. this guy. 90,000. Okay. Great salary. Mm-hmm. But in Boston, it's you're not rich by any means making 90,000. You can
2: do fine, but yes, you're not rich. It's you're not rich. Because what I found out when I was kind of researching cities, possible cities for us, which I have like 15 in mind for the sure. future, right? Boston is one of them. Boston, living in Boston is more expensive than living in New York City. No,
1: it's not, it's not.
2: Well, don't think just Manhattan. Don't think just Manhattan.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, if you want to I'm buy a house in new, new York City, in the suburbs. I'm saying new-
2: no, Queens, Brooklyn, I'm saying New York City. Okay. Obviously, Manhattan is out of control, but Boston overall is more expensive, slightly. Mm, okay.
1: I disagree, but I see what you're saying.
2: Slightly. Well, that was my research like a year ago.
1: Okay. But so 90,000, let's say, let's bump him up to 100. Maybe he's a great employee. In Boston, not going to go that far. And on top of that, according to his LinkedIn, he stopped working in December of 2020. So he's been without a job for over a year.
2: Wait a minute. Okay, December of 2020. So a year into the pandemic.
1: I mean, he's probably filmed this, whatever, over the summer, so however many months ago that was. But... He's been without a job at this point for over a year. Mm-hmm. And so while 90000 is a good salary in Boston, it's not a great salary in Boston, how much can you have in savings to be living know. off of? So I don't, and again, I don't know this guy's banking account. I don't know his, if he's got a trust fund or a lotto in, but it's not like he's making 200000 in the middle of nowhere where he could bank 150k dollars k a year.
2: No, but there are people like me And then there are people like you, and I'm going to explain it. I save money. I'm a crazy person. I love shopping too, but I'm more of a saver. You are more of a spender, at least before we got married and everything. When I met you, you like buying things. You don't think about savings that much. I feel like if he did, and he was smart about it, he could have decent savings.
1: Decent. Here's my only issue because live your life the way you want to live it. If you want to freelance and or not work at all, that's fine. Communicate with your mm-hmm. wife. Communicate with Noy because maybe you do have big savings. Tell her maybe you do have plans to freelance next month. Tell her or at least tell us mm-hmm. because we're the ones passing judgment yeah. here. It's the lack of communication and the lack of forward thinking that I have the issue with not the ah, I don't really want to work this week.
2: Well, I almost feel like If that was the case, he would tell us, I think he's trying to freelance because how do you go from a sales engineer to a web designer? Like, as you said before, you need a portfolio, you need a network, you need some validation to start getting jobs. Because I'll be honest, there's so many web and graphics designers, animators out there who do freelancing and you have to find you have options if you're trying to find a freelancer or hire a freelancer. There's so many out there. Right. So him, he doesn't seem like dead into it because he's not, we don't see him doing anything. Really. Well, and
1: here's the other thing. He's on this platform. He's on maths. He's on television. Talk about what you can do. Show it off somehow. We have plenty of people, and Mark the Jack is one of them this season, who wears a brand on his shirt.
2: Oh, does he?
1: Yes, it's I a. It. I researched it. It's a gym in Massachusetts.
2: Oh, classic. I don't
1: think it's his. I went to the website, and there's other owners, but he's promoting something at every episode, almost with a t-shirt.
2: He doesn't own a gym.
1: No, we'll get. He to manages
2: that. gyms. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. He man. So maybe it's one of the gyms he manages.
1: The, fair enough. But my point is you're on this platform. Promote yourself. You'll probably get so much freelance work, especially mm-hmm. in a world where we're all working remotely now. Someone from California could reach mm-hmm. out to you. Hey, Steve, I need a logo. I need a website. But we don't know what you can do.
2: I was just going to say that you need to have something to show.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. They're prepping for the housewarming party. This is the episode where all the friends come over, all the families come over, and they have housewarming parties. Yes. Yes. So Steve and I are prepping. Their theme, because almost everyone has a theme for their party, the adventure begins.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what an adventure it will be! Oh yeah! So they're gonna make dishes from each of their cultures. We
2: tried love, and it all looked amazing. Did so they good. make it? Did Steve make it? Who I think, made it?
1: I think Steve because is the he's chef. unemployed. Well, I just think he's got a knack for it. We saw he whipped up an omelet mm-hmm. that could go head to head with any breakfast bar I've ever seen.
2: So why doesn't he maybe entertain an opportunity of being a chef? No, or no, no, no. We don't need a career. A little, no, no, no. We don't need a career change. A little, uh, breakfast No,
1: joint. no. That's not his passion. We don't need a career change. We just need a career. We need Whoa. him to want to work in his field. He doesn't need to go find a different field.
2: What are you talking about? He's a sales engineer who's trying to do web design. That's a
1: career change. On LinkedIn, I saw that he had previously done, I think, app development or designing of apps. He's got got some experience in designing and developing. So let him stick in that field, but just share with us what's your plans moving forward. That's all I'm curious about. True. Okay. So they got the party going. The friends arrive. Everyone's asking questions. And the friends want to know if Steve was everything Noy had hoped for.
2: And he is. To the point that apparently, and we didn't see this. Oh, and I wish she did. Yeah, what's
1: going on, MAFSA? Yeah, they
2: didn't show us that they did give each other basically the same gift. It was a couple of memory journal. Yeah, It was a different kind of a journal, but the same idea, the same thing. They gave it to each other, which kind of reminds me of the two of us. We usually give each other, yeah, (laughs) like things that are very similar, but we don't plan it. Um, So that's great. And I see them being together. I think their only issue is Steve's unemployment.
1: Yeah. And again, that could be solved with a conversation.
2: 100%.
1: So, yeah, they each gave each other these journals. Noi thought she was getting re-gifted for a second. She's like, wait, are they giving me my own gift bank? I love
2: it. That, that yeah, says cool. a lot. That yeah, says it, a lot.
1: It does. And I don't know why they saved it. Maybe for this moment, but.
2: Well, I'm sure they talked about it, just the producers for whatever uh, so reason. That's what I'm wondering, yeah, why decided why the editors, to, it, wondering, why the editors, editors decided
1: yeah. to put it at episode yeah. eight. As yeah. opposed to one.
2: After we gave them so much shit for not giving each other gifts. Yeah, because there was,
1: there was no payoff. It, it didn't pay off seven episodes later. You should have just showed True. it. Because we needed some context yeah. back then of like, oh, this is cool. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would have been nice to see. We see it here. Then they move on. They start talking about kids, right? That's the other. Those are the two big issues. Kids and career.
2: Which are two topics that... Can be discussed if you can communicate.
1: Yeah. And this is actually one where they do discuss. Mm-hmm.
2: And especially because it's not like Noah wants kids and Steve doesn't. Because that would be hard. Like if one person doesn't want to have kids and the other one does, that's an issue. Yeah. The fact they both want to have kids, it's just Noi wants to have three, not two, not four, not five, not one. She wants to have three. It's the magic number. And Steve just wants to have kids. Yeah. That's something they can, you know, they just need to, Talk.
1: Here's my concern with it, and I didn't really think about it until this episode, was their ages. Steve is almost 40.
2: He's 38.
1: 38. He could be turning 39 at any moment. He's almost 40. No, he's 33. If you guys want to have three kids, three healthy kids, you probably got to start sooner than later.
2: Yes, but I think the fact that she's the younger one is good.
1: For sure. But three kids the very the very quickest that could happen would be i guess three years
2: triplets
1: you could have triplets imagine that one and done would that satisfy her if we
2: have triplets Uh, i don't think guys guys we're gonna be done done
1: podcasting that's it for the podcast
2: that's not that anyone's
1: pregnant right now
2: no that's it for the next 18 years
1: yeah that's but more, no, we're not. I, I'm if drinking. If we have a, three kids, we'll give Stephen Noy one of them.
2: Yeah, I'm drinking a beer right now.
1: <laughs> when are you not drinking a beer at the rez? Let's be very honest.
2: I don't drink beer. Um
1: we only drink beer five. on the pod, really. Yeah. A little something to loosen us up, but to not get too loose.
2: For sure. And we do drink on the weekends. Beer? I mean, I we went to a brewery last that's week.
1: That's true. We had one.
2: Yeah, because everyone needed to go home.
1: No, it was Someone needed to drive home, being <laughs> responsible here. Okay, we drink, but we're responsible about Very it. Very true. Okay, so then they break off. They're talking to the friends kind of in groups. And this is where Noi brings up the finances, or Noi's friends bring up the finances and ask about Steve's intentions for work. And all he says is, it'll never get to the point where Noi is the primary breadwinner. But we can... Figure out another way besides me getting a job. What does it even Wait, mean? How much does full time dreamer pay? Because, <laughs> well, yeah, what are the other ways to make money?
2: Because tell me, I'm interested.
1: Right. If you're getting paid for it, seems like it's work of some sort. It seems like it's some sort of job. Maybe no, he's
2: a gigolo. Still I a job. That's true. Still work. A big commitment, too. Still
1: work. Yeah. So it's. Unless, again, he came into some money somehow and he's not sharing.
2: He has like 59 siblings. Right. That would have to be like very rich because I'm if, not he, it's trust. if he got money, they all would have to get money. I'm
1: not saying it's trust money, but maybe he hit the lotto and he's not sharing that. But I think he said he got laid off from his job. And so that makes me think, okay, that wasn't like he won the lottery. It was like, peace, yeah. suckers. It seems like he was laid off and maybe he got some severance. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I think I forget. Oh, it was um, Knocked Up, right? The movie Knocked Up where he, Seth. Um,
2: oh, Seth Rogen.
1: He got hit by a mail truck and so he got some payout. And he was like, yeah, I think I have like $900 left. So that should last (laughs) me like another couple months. Like, who knows? Maybe Steve is letting it just run down to the very end. And he's so used to not having a paycheck. He just thinks, yeah, this can go on forever.
2: Maybe. There's part of me, like, I love people who want to travel. I love adventurous people. Obviously, I love John. He's one of them. But at the same time, I need to have security. I need to follow certain rules in my mind, Right. I need to have savings. I need to have a steady income to be happy, to be actually able to enjoy the adventures, right?
1: Hundred percent.
2: So I get it. Like Steve wants to travel, he wants to do all that. I totally understand. But dude, get a full time job. Like you have the capability. Not even a full time job.
1: Not even a full time job. If you wanna get a job. If you wanna work twenty hours a week and you can afford to, that's great.
2: Steady income.
1: Here's the thing. That's a little, I don't know if he would do this for, for what I'm about to say, but when you're freelancing, the most expensive part is the health insurance. When you freelance and you have to buy your own health insurance, mm-hmm. whether it's Cobra or whatnot, it's like, it could be $700 a month. Oh, for sure. Did Steve get married to get on someone's health insurance?
2: Mm, I don't think so. It's just a thought. Also, you can get a cheaper health insurance. <sighs>
1: It doesn't get that much cheaper. If you're buying your own health insurance, it's pretty, it's hundreds of dollars a month.
2: It, it depends what coverage you get. Sure. Right? You can get a basic coverage for 300
1: Maybe. Maybe. I'm
2: talking Florida. Not
1: when you're 38, Steve. Well, I don't think.
2: absolutely. But I'm saying. Uh,
1: There's cheaper or, options.
2: Yeah. Or he can be without insurance and hope mm. for the best. Yeah. That's we'll all see. I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Okay. Nothing else for me. For the housewarming, I'm ready to move on if you want.
2: Let's move on.
1: Okay, because here's where the drama comes.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Whenever someone is self-filming, you know there's going to be
2: oh, yeah. some noodle That's drama. That's like the indicator yeah. of something happened, like shit went down. Yeah, you're
1: hiding in a closet. You're, mm-hmm. Your cell phone is shaking. You're self-filming. We want to know what happened. And I'm going to try to explain what happened. You jump in because I... I can't fathom that this is actually what happened, what I wrote down, that this okay. is the cause of this explosion. So well, Go ahead. You help me out. But apparently, Steve says, Noi offered to cook for them. Yes. But they needed to eat separate noodles.
2: For whatever reason. I think
1: maybe one has a gluten intolerance, one doesn't. Mm-hmm. So they're eating separate noodles. Noi cooked her noodles perfectly, but overcooked Steve's noodles.
2: I was starting to get lost at this point. So. Okay, they were
1: either overcooked or undercooked. Okay. Either way, the noodles were not cooked to Steve's liking, okay? So, Noidles got so pissed off that Steve was not appreciative of her cooking that she grabs her dog and leaves. Yes. This, that's, that's the gist of it, correct?
2: That's the drama, yeah.
1: Noodle drama.
2: Noodle drama. That's literally what I, that's what I, I called it, the noodle argument.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, noodle, noodle drama. Okay. So that's crazy. So, it's so crazy because she leaves and spends the night somewhere else.
2: Which later on we learned that it was her apartment. She which, went home. That's what I expected. She went home
1: because it was the noodle that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm.
2: Which is so dumb if you think about it. Like, if you want to build a successful marriage, this shouldn't even have been an argument. This should have been like, dude, you overcooked my noodles and you just be fine with it. Like, shit happens. I'm not a chef. Teresa, Mm -hmm.
1: it's not about the noodles.
2: What is it about then? It's never about the noodles. So what is it about?
1: It's about everything else. This is the noodle that broke the camel's back. You
2: think so? This seems so good.
1: It's about him wanting two kids and her wanting three. It's about him not working and her needing him to have a job. It's not about the noodles, Teresa. It was never about the noodles. You
0: don't think so? You think it was about
2: the noodles? I guess you're right. You think it was about- That's so silly.
1: It can't be about- If it's it's about the noodles, he better skadoodles. I
2: guess- But now when I'm thinking about it, I can see how things were just like piling up in her head.
1: Teresa, it boiled over.
2: (laughs) That's a good one.
1: Okay. It's not not about the noodles.
2: All right. I can see that now.
1: Oof. She finally returns. She sits down with Steve and she's like, I'm being very cautious. I don't want to say something that I can't take back. So Steve starts talking, saying, I went 24 hours not being able to say how I felt. Not knowing what was going on and you shouldn't have left were married. Which is true. 100 percent true. And apparently instead of talking to Steve, she posted something on Instagram, which is the most amateur move one can make.
2: I this is where I got a no bit no like before I was like, okay, well, it's a little silly. She left over noodles, but now you kind of shine more light. And what's going on so i'm like yes i get it she was just keeping everything inside and she just boiled whatever you call it <laughs> Overboiled. boiled
0: over yep. boiled
2: over but the fact that you go ahead and in your 30s you post this on social media is ridiculous i would not have it with anyone like if you did it, I would be like, "Oh, Absolutely. that's immature." Even if I yeah. had an argument with a friend, like a girlfriend, and she posted about it on social media, that would be an indication for me that yes, this friendship is not worth it because this person's dumb.
1: Yeah, this happened in I want to say Charlotte was well, in Math Charlotte. Didn't someone post something on Instagram?
2: Oh no, that was Math's DC.
1: Was the it DC? Mm-hmm. It's happened before.
2: It was that was the chick with like the big hair. She was yeah. very pretty, and she had a she had a um, Lassie, the dog, the collie,
1: mm-hmm. the okay. beautiful.
2: She had like a beautiful dog.
1: Yeah, I'm her not name gonna, wasn't
2: Lassie, but the dog
1: was the uh, fami- the type similar. of the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, and she got married to the guy who was selling beer.
1: Yeah, no, I am. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, and he, she posted something on social media. When she walked the I think dog, you're right. yeah,
1: yeah. But okay, it's who's such- the
2: math's expert here?
1: <laughs> so it's so immature. And here's my biggest issue with it: is that you're clearly posting it on social media because you want Steve to see. For sure. So just talk to Steve. You're trying to communicate to him, but it's in the poorest way possible. It's mm-hmm. not like you're trying to just tell your friends he was shitty. If that was the case, you'd send it to your group mm-hmm. text. You're trying. You're trying to have him see it. So just talk to him.
2: And not even that, like. And Steve said it. My whole family follows you now. Like, What are they going to think? If you have an right. issue, just talk to Steve. Don't even share your dirty laundry in a group chat with your friends.
1: That's true too. Be an adult. Be be a couple. Being I a can understand
2: couple. being frustrated. Maybe meeting your girls for a coffee. You can mention it, but don't try to solve it with them because that's not going to help anything and anyone. Try to solve it with Steve. Yeah. Seriously.
1: Here's what she posted, just so we're all on the same page here. She posted a story on Instagram. It said, nah, this just isn't good enough will enhance your life greatly. Or maybe nah, just saying this isn't good enough will enhance your life greatly. You're allowed to say, this simply isn't enough for me. You're allowed to have a vision for yourself, your life, your relationships, and refuse to settle for anything else. Next time, I'm going to the Olive Garden. At least when I'm there, I'm family. That's what she wrote.
2: That's very long. That's a very long post to post on Instagram. <laughs> it was
1: super long. And then there was like three hearts on the bottom of it. And I was like, oh. what's,
2: what's that up with the Olive Garden? Like everyone's I, family?
1: I added that part. Oh. <laughs> Never ending pasta <postables. laughs> Yeah. When you're there, you're family. But um, she goes, this that's the first time I cooked for you. So it's really off-putting. You would comment something like that instead of just saying, thank you for cooking for me. As someone who cooks for me a lot, what all is your the time. Almost every night, unless we're getting burrito throat. What <laughs> what is your take on that? Do you want me to just to say all oh, this is delicious? Or do you want me to say, oh, it could use a little salt?
2: You can say that, but it's all about you never say that, let's be honest, because my cooking is the bomb. But if you did say it, it's all about the tone. If you said and actually I'm not gonna lie, you did say it a few times that something was missing something. But it's about how you say things. You can say, "Oh, Haiti, hey this is great," but I wish you added more salt. Or like, "Haiti, mm-hmm. hey this is great. I wish you maybe added more sauce, so it's not as the chicken is not as dry, sure. right? But it's great, and you would eat it." And that's fine. It's a learning moment for me. And it's a communication between us. If you said, I can't believe you forgot about it. This is disgusting. I'm not going to eat it. Like you're so selfish. You're just thinking about your chicken. But my chicken is so dry. I would be like, you know what? Next time you cook your own chicken. And I would get pissed. Yeah. So it's all, honestly, it all comes down to communication.
1: Yeah. And short of me throwing the boiling water in your face, I don't think you would storm out of the apartment and spend the night elsewhere. Oh, 100% over, not. Over noodles.
2: I would not even get that mad. I would just, I would literally call you out and I would be like, well, you're being rude right now. I'm cooking for you. There are ways to say your criticism. This is not it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, like, that's the communication you and I have. You would never react like that because I know you, but if you did, I would not storm off. I would call you out and be like, well, you are being rude. Mm-hmm.
1: Fair enough. All right. That's Steve and Noidles. Should we <laughs> move on to Katina and Elijahwan? Let's do it. Okay. Olajuwon, he's at the park meeting up with his friend and mentor, Jeff. So Elijahwan tells Jeff, Katina is basically the female version of me.
2: Which I don't fully see.
1: Um, yeah, I don't really know what they share in common. Uh, like, we're both sexy, maybe.
2: I mean, they both were party animals, as far as That's we true. know. That's true. But Katina seemed to have things more together. I think so. Yeah.
1: So, Elijah One's like, all is well, except we're pumping the brakes on sex.
2: And it's because of Elijah one, and I called it. I called it. He's afraid that he'll look at the whole relationship differently once they bang. Do like you he's buy afra- that? I do. I do. Like, imagine, well, you're not a player as, as far as I know. But imagine,
1: oh, Those days are behind me, <laughs> honey. Imagine
2: you're a player. You're just bang girls. You go out. You're good looking. You get all the girls. And all you do is just like you have sex in the morning. They go home and you never call them again, right? Mm-hmm. And now you're married because that's what you wanted. You want to... You wanted a gourmet chef slash wife. You got one. Not the gourmet chef, but yeah. maybe one day. And now you're afraid. If you do have sex, your mind will go to the place like, "Alright, it's time for you to go."
1: Okay. I can totally
2: see it. I can see how not that it would happen, Just but the habit. I, the habit. I can see why he's afraid. Because he always makes a point about, I used to be Isaac. Oh, you're the first girl I've welcomed to my house like this. Okay. Which means you're the first girl who probably walked in during the day with me, not at 1 a.m. and leave at 6 a.m. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. It's fair. I mean, I could see that point. I just wonder when is it going to be okay? Because you got to get intimate before you just end up in the friend mm-hmm. zone.
2: It is okay to get intimate now. He just needs to stop overthinking. And that's basically what a friend said. Hey, you overthink everything and you expect too much. Stop Mm. doing those two things.
1: I think also you got to make sure you're not in the friend zone. But the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be to consummate because you've set this precedent. We're not having sex. We're not doing it. We're not rushing it. And so then it's going to be super hard to finally go, okay, now is the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think I don't know I just think what are they doing are they are they BJ's are we Who doing knows? are we Who doing knows? BJ's are we doing yeah. you know what base are we at that's what I want to know
2: seems like no base
1: seems like you know and it's usually all about the base no treble and it seems like we're almost in trouble
2: and I don't think these guys are like oh let's have sex all the time but let's not tell I feel ah, like a would little, share
1: a little he would, share. It would be like,
2: yeah we banged it out Maybe. I I honestly just think he's afraid that right now Katina is his queen, right? He loves the way she is. He loves the way she looks. Everything is going great, right? He's just afraid that the sex is going to ruin it.
1: One red flag he brings up is when Katina went to the grocery store and came back with bread and water, which is which is concerning. <laughs> Isn't that what
2: Jesus gives you, bread and water?
1: At least he can turn the water into wine.
2: Ah, good old Jesus. At least
1: come back with a bottle of wine, Katina. But yeah, apparently she has a food blog, which we didn't know, right? What's a food blog? You don't know about a food blog? No. I'm guessing, and maybe I'm wrong, everyone's, not everyone, but people who have food blogs now, they're usually Instagram pages where you go out to a restaurant, you take a photo of the food, you post it. Oh, blog,
2: B. I saw blog, like B R. L O, C K. Like she's like oh
1: food blog yeah no food oh, blog gotcha 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 so you know what that is yeah so apparently oh, she has she one of those. I googled it. I tried oh, to find she it. She does. I couldn't find it. So that's her excuse of like oh I don't cook. I go out to restaurants and I have food blog. And if she's good at it, she can probably get free Guys, meals. It's
2: tough. One of my friends. She is an influencer. Well, she works for a company that she does the influencing. She goes to restaurants and places and takes photos. Oh yeah. Yeah, I went out with her for brunch, right? Before we got to do anything, even like cheers, she had to take a photo of everything. She was like standing up. She was taking photos from her angles. So I was like, all right, since she's doing it, let me do it too. I just couldn't get it right because I felt like an idiot yeah. trying to post with my food.
1: That would drive me crazy. Yeah,
2: and so I was like, okay, so I wait five min- five minutes until she got the perfect shot of everything, then we did cheers. Obviously, we did the cheers for the IG. <laughs> and I was like, damn, this job I could never do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not for me. I, mm-hmm. I go to restaurants to eat, not to take photos of the food.
2: But I'm glad some people do it. Like, I love looking at the photos. Sure.
1: Oh, no. Absolutely. So, okay. Katina goes and meets up with her friend, Ariana. And mm-hmm. she wants to know everything from the garter belt, To the striptease, she wants to know it all.
2: Plus, Ariana apparently was at the brunch with Elijah on the day after the wedding. Mm -hmm. And he did not leave a good impression. Well, here's
1: what I forgot. And I'm so glad they sort of reminded me of this because Ariana's like, he's a bit of a talker.
0: He can talk,
1: and I completely forgot about the amazing conversation he had with Katina's mom. (laughs) Where
2: (laughs) they put it on like on the screen, like in fifty different little rectangles. The the
1: Brady Bunch. Oh yeah, yeah, editing trick. When Katina's mom was finally like, "Oh look, a rabbit," and then (laughs) she made her escape. But yeah, he can talk, and Ariana had an interesting insight, or she thought she had an insight as to why he's such a talker, which is he's going to keep talking so you don't have a chance to ask questions.
2: Interesting. I missed that, but that's interesting.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if he does that, but I could see that tactic where you just keep commandeering the conversation so that the other person doesn't have a chance to be like, but wait, what about your ex? Like, You just keep talking. Don't give them a chance. That's
2: about interesting because I have a friend who I always thought of as like a super like extrovert, like talks to everyone, very open, very friendly. Right. And recently I had a conversation with her and she said, I'm actually an introvert. And I'm like, Mm. no, you're not. You freaking talk to everyone and you are very friendly. She's like, no, you don't get it. I ask questions and I let people talk. She's like, I'm friendly Mm. enough to ask the right questions, but then I just have people talking and I listen
1: I like that. I and, still would say she's a little more extroverted. Well, yes,
2: but she's, I think she's more introverted. That was her point. She can be friendly. She's not like a complete introvert. But I thought of it and it's so true. Oh, yeah. She does that. She asks questions that trigger you to talk for hours.
1: It's a good tactic. It's yep. a
2: great tactic. And people
1: walk away going, oh, wow, that person was so interested in me. Mm-hmm. it's a really good tactic it's or, one we should probably yeah get better or like, at. oh
2: this person is so friendly and so fun to talk with but meanwhile you are the one they who did, did the talking the, yeah. <laughs> i love
0: it no
1: it's really smart so then ariana has another concern and she brings up something i don't think i knew i don't know if you had known this but katina's friend said Elijah Wan told them he's never dated a black girl.
2: Yeah, but didn't know that.
1: Don't think I knew that before. So this is news. And the reason, she says, Elijah Wan said, none have ever been attracted to him. So it's not really his choice. Mm-hmm. He's, he's putting it on these other women that no other black women have been attracted to Elijah Wan. And Katina is very quick to jump to his defense and say, well, you have to remember he's half Irish and has a mohawk. So she's not that concerned about it.
2: Well, it's almost like maybe there were girls attracted to him, but maybe he wasn't attracted to them. So like he missed it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Sure. That's not what he said. He's like, I've never dated a black girl because none have been attracted to me.
2: Yeah, I think he's exaggerating this. I believe he never dated a black girl.
1: I believe Which is that. Fine. Yeah, I believe I that too. I think he's
2: just, maybe he's more attracted to white women, Asian women, whoever, right? And
1: that's my question because Ariana is very concerned. Katina is not. I need more information. Here's what I wonder. What races has he dated? Because mm. if he's only dated white girls, sure. That could be a reason for Katina to be a little unsure of his interest or attraction to her. But if he's dated a Latino woman, an Asian woman, a mixed race woman, then it's like, who cares? He hasn't gotten around to dating a black woman. He's dated mm-hmm. so many other yeah. women, right? So it's less about, it's less about he hasn't dated a black woman and more about who has he dated.
0: Yeah, that's, that's true.
1: That's why I'm like, well, we need more information before we think, oh, this is an issue. For sure. Right. Okay. Okay party time
2: how's morning party they have a chicken theme party I was one I was
1: like no real maybe booze and birds maybe booze and birds maybe I like it's it. like chicken and champagne
2: booze and birds
1: booze and birds two of my favorite things and it looked good
2: that looked good yeah
1: it looked good friends arrive here's the theme of the party uh get drunk blackout because
2: oh yeah the
1: drinks were f- the only thing that party was missing was an ice luge. Because of that? an ice you've never done an ice luge. No. It's an ice sculpture of sorts. Okay. Imagine you've seen the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Okay. Imagine a bobsled, but instead of a bobsled, it's alcohol racing towards your mouth. Oh. Delicious, right?
2: Sounds Not good. Not COVID it's friendly. Definitely. Because you all put enough. your
1: mouth on the bottom. Ew. Of the isolation. I'm
2: too old for that. And after COVID, I don't even want to stand next to anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> understand. Um, Not because of COVID. I just learned that, wow, we all can have boundaries and it's beautiful. Yeah.
1: But you need to be exposed to some germs.
2: Some germs, yeah. yeah. But I don't need people in my face anymore. I all don't right. need to hit a club and be five centimeter from someone.
1: Okay. Take it easy with your European measurements over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how far that is. Um, okay. Like this. Oh, okay. Got it. The drinks are flowing. The shots are flowing. Energy is good because when the sun is shining through your window and you're taking vodka shots, that's how you know you're in for a good party.
2: And Katina wasn't loving the vodka. She was like, like she did yeah. not even drink her shot. Doesn't matter. But Tito's, that's my brand.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they had tequila. They had Tito's. They were all wearing Mardi Gras beads.
2: Mm-hmm. Mardi
1: Gras like, this is a party. Oh, yeah. Right? I would like to go to this housewarming party.
2: Although, when it comes to food, my favorite out of all the parties definitely was noise and Steve's. It looks good. Yeah, like Asian cuisine. Like a little Asian me, fusion.
1: Yeah, it looks good. So, okay. Katina's friends start asking about the intimacy. And she says, we haven't crossed that bridge yet. We're focusing on the emotional connection. And... The friends are not thrilled to hear this. The, thr- the friends are a little concerned almost because they know how important sex is to Katina.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, then the friends are talking to Elijah one, the classic. Yes, His they, friends do a, talking they do to a line change. Yeah, the Her
0: friends, friends switch. friends talking
2: to him, right? So Katina's friends are talking to Elijah one and they basically said talk about everything and at the end, they said, well, we kind of changed our minds a lot about Elijah one. Like, he's not that bad. Because mm-hmm. remember, going into this, they did not like him. After the wedding, the striptease at the wedding, and then the brunch, they were not big fans. But they said they have nothing bad to say about Elijah one, which mm-hmm. is good. Because mm-hmm. imagine if your close friends dislike your spouse. Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was a good party. Everyone got yeah. drunk. Maybe there'll be sex that night because they, they had some liquid courage. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll lose their inhibition. Maybe they'll consummate the marriage because the drinks were absolutely flowing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And then when Katina talked to Lesher One's friend, basically he just said, Lesher One talks about Katina all the time. All the time. And the friend really likes Katina. He thinks they're good for each other and all, everything's positive.
1: Let's mention here, because there's nowhere else to mention it. Elijah on cut off his mohawk.
2: He did for Katina.
1: For Katina, and let's uh, let's weigh in how we feel about his his newfound hairdo.
2: I think he looks older.
1: Okay, he looks older. Yeah, I think that was his 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 signature look. Yeah, I I like the mohawk. I like the mohawk a Uh little bit. It was a signature look. I thought he had a vibe. It went with his whole demeanor. Yeah, But, but maybe that was more Isaac. Maybe the mohawk was more... True, that's a good point. Maybe this is the new Elijah one.
2: Yes. Katina so loves it.
1: That's all that matters. That's all that matters is that she Absolutely.
2: likes Absolutely.
1: Okay. I'm glad we we discussed that because it was it was on my head. It was, it was on his and now it's gone. Okay. I think we need to take a quick break. We'll be back with... Well, we're going to be back with a lot. So <laughs> you hang tight and we'll be back in a second. And we're back with... Everyone's favorite, Mark the Shock.
2: Lindsey and Mark the Shock. Yeah, everyone's
1: new least favorite, Lindsey. Drama.
2: Drama, drama.
1: Okay. Mark throwing a baseball around with his buddy John. Talking about Lindsey, how the relationship's going. And positive first. Lead with the positives, Mark. Lead with the positives, which... Lindsay's really here for me. Very involved. Very helpful. She's here for me. Okay. Sounds good so far. And then John asks, well, are you head over heels? Are you head over heels for Lindsay?
2: Why are you doing Magda Shark accent when you know, when, when John's talking? John is
1: like the the king of Boston. This guy, you look at this guy and you go, that's Boston <laughs> right there, right?
2: Speaking of Boston and exercising, I'm literally looking at you and you're wearing a City Sports Boston shirt. City
1: Sports Boston. Got this when (laughs) I was in college in Boston. Got it on Commonwealth Avenue at a City Sports. That's a really old shirt. It's falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) This shirt's got to be about 12 years old.
2: Gee, that's an old shirt.
1: Graduated college. Should I tell them when I graduated college?
2: Well, up to you.
1: 2008.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was still in high school.
1: That's how I like Wait, them. wait, Real young.
2: You graduated college in 2008? Yeah. I graduated high school in 2009.
1: Yeah, we're four years apart. I know. <laughs> why is that crazy for you?
2: Well, oh, okay, okay. It's not. In fact, <laughs> we have a year more of school than you guys. That's why you're
1: so smart. So smart. So, so you're so smarter. smarter. I
2: just, the math didn't quite at the first, but I get it now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm wearing my City Sports shirt. I think John was wearing probably a Boston tee. I think he wore the Boston tee. He's probably got a couple of Red Sox tattoos. <laughs> he had sunglasses on.
0: He's oh, a Boston. Yeah. He's
1: a Boston. I just, we're a couple of Boston guys. You know, I would fit right in mm-hmm. with them. A couple Boston guys tossing around the ball, talking about the socks, talking about when I, and here's just a little anecdote. Here's a fun anecdote. You started it when I went to school. I went to school in Boston. The Sox had not won a World Series since 1918, I think.
2: Let me stop you right here. Sox yeah. is The Red baseball. Sox, baseball. Yeah, Ugh, World Series. The worst.
1: Well, buckle up because it's a good ride. They hadn't won a World Series since 1918, I don't think. I go to school, 2004, my freshman year in college.
2: What's the World Series?
1: It's the Stanley Cup of Baseball.
2: Okay, gotcha. (laughs) Move on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They won it my freshman year. What? So I go to Boston. I go to school. They hadn't won in decades. They win the Stanley Cup. What a welcome, right? What a welcome. Welcome to Boston, John. Next year, nothing. Next year, nothing. Next year, my senior year in college, the Red Sox win again. The World Series. Oh, wow. Welcome to Boston. Sayonara. Sayonara. Boston like a welcome present and a goodbye present. They won the World <laughs> Series my freshman and my senior did year. Did you Hel-
2: go to the games?
1: No. I mean I went to a games while I was there but I couldn't go to the series games but my school would do like big events mm. for the game. They'd make hot dogs and put the big screens hot up dogs. and it was fun. Get your hot dogs here. Hot dogs. Get your hot dogs. Right. <laughs> so it was fun. We, we did go. We went down to the Fenway area. Yeah. Um, when they won and we celebrated and it was mm-hmm. crazy. It was a little too crazy, if I'm going to be honest. I mean, cars on cars on fire. What? Yeah, rubber bullets being shot. Gee. It was crazy. But
2: Yeah, I've been, I mean, I don't watch baseball. I've been to a Yankee game twice. And both times I watched for five minutes, took a selfie, and went to a bar. Yeah,
1: that's, that's about right.
2: Not to not to say that I wasted money. It was a work event, okay. so it was paid for. But I just I can't watch baseball. I just can't. It All right. I don't to want
1: to. No, let's not talk about it either. Let's move on because. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, isn't that what they're doing?
1: They're tossing a ball around. Yeah. So it's, re-
2: it's relevant. it's relevant. It's relevant. Okay.
1: It's absolutely relevant. What's more relevant is when John asks if Max head over heels for Lindsay, he's very quick to say no.
2: But. That wouldn't be that crazy. What's crazy is that Mark the Shark is head over heels over everyone that he dates. He wants to move <sighs> in after on the second date. He says, I love you on the third date, or the other way around, right? But with Lindsay, that's not happening. It's, it's, it's not there.
1: Well, they have so much in common, but at the same time, she's a little too much for our shark.
2: And John the Friend asked a great question because he's like, does she do anything to embarrass you?
1: Oh, boy. Whoa, does she John,
2: <laughs> are you a fly on the wall? Yeah,
1: I get 14th hand embarrassment watching Lindsay. It's it's yeah. a lot for Mock.
2: Oh, oh, it would be a lot for anyone. It's
1: a lot. And you don't want to see the guy who it's not a lot for because if Lindsay finds that guy and the two of them become a power couple, it's going to be too much. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of tornadoes in Boston. This is going to be True. a tornado.
2: But I have to say one thing, and I kept telling you, I don't know if you guys would agree or disagree with me. I believe that Lindsay is very smart, and she can, she cares. She's caring and could be nice. I think she just has this trigger when she drinks a lot. And we always see her drinking a lot, and Ooh, then yeah. she becomes crazy. That, she, that, that something triggers her into being paranoid And being like out of
1: control. I don't know if she is smart. I'm not saying she's not. I don't have anything to really judge her intelligence by. What I can say is I think she believes she's always right.
0: Yes. It's her
1: way or the highway. Yeah. When she does something, it's right. When you do something, if she doesn't agree with it, it's wrong.
2: True. I also believe that she is controlling when sober, a.k.a. as an example, when they were cleaning Mark's apartment, right? She yeah. just took a control of all of it, which is like, dude, pump the brakes. Like That's his apartment. You don't know anything. You don't know what can go and stay.
1: But she thinks she does.
2: Yes. So that's that's definitely not okay. But I'm saying overall, I, I don't think she's coming from a bad place. I just think
1: <sighs> something triggers her. I don't think she's coming from a bad place. I don't think she's trying to cause issues or cause harm no controlling behavior comes from a place where I think I know right and that's why I'm controlling you so that you do it right whether it's right or it's wrong they think it's right so I'm going to control you and make sure you do it my way because that's the right way and that's wrong in a relationship
2: yeah no no I 100% and I'm definitely with you all I said is that Sometimes, like, we paint her as the villain, as a crazy person.
1: She's crazy. You but can she, be smart and crazy.
2: And that's literally what I said.
1: Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. Let's talk about the party, the pizza party, because it's, uh, it's a pizza party with a shark twist.
2: It's a make-your-own-pizza party. Which is cool. Yeah. With a shark balloon.
1: <laughs> it's the shark twist. I to love the, it. To I love it. the pizza party. Yeah. Um, Lindsay clearly steamrolled her way into being the entire party planning committee. It was, it was a party, (laughs) a PPC of one, a party Mm -hmm. planning committee of one. She's like, this is how we're doing it. This is the theme, my way or the highway. So the friends arrive, they start playing games. And of course, Lindsay is assuming the role of the activities director.
2: Yeah, she definitely needs the attention.
1: She needs the attention, but again, it's, no, 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 no. Like you're doing it wrong. Let me show oh, you. Have yeah, you're it. You know, right, you're it's right. not even attention. It's control. It's you're very right. controlling.
2: Well, she forgot about one very important thing while planning all this. She forgot to wear an apron. So when you look at her making her pizza, <sighs> she's covered in dough and flour.
1: Dope. <laughs> <laughs> That's our first Simpsons reference.
2: I used to love the Simpsons, but fun I never fact, got into it. I never watched them in English. Me and my dad- we,
1: Bart it, speaks Czech? Yes. Bart with an R and a capital B?
2: You see, I, I don't get it because mm. I've never watched it in English. I never watched. Me and my it. dad, that was like one of our obsessions that my mom hated. But me and my dad, since I was a child- I love that. We watched The Simpsons. And I feel like I looked at it as the cartoon. My dad got the humor a little more than me.
1: Yeah, right? I think there's definite layers to the humor there. I never got into it for some reason. I don't like cartoons- so I never got into South Park. Adult
2: I kind of like South Park, but it got kind of tiring for me.
1: Family Guy, I could. that's like the only nah, cartoon I, I could kind of get into. But The Simpsons, for some reason, I never got into the show, but they had this CD, this music, the soundtrack, whatever, which I loved. So really? like Bart with an Art and a capital B, that was a song like Lisa played. Oh, fun. Yeah, it was cool. I got to bring it up and listen to it because I I was liked it. so
2: obsessed with The Simpsons movie. Me and my dad, we watched it so many times. And real quick, they are using a silo uh, in the movie where they store the pig poop, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Homer got a pig. Long story (laughs) short, I didn't know what a silo was because we don't have silos in the Czech Republic. So I was like, what, what is this thing? What, what is it for? Right. Okay. Then I moved to the U S We went to Idaho. I'm like, "There yeah. we go.
0: <laughs>
1: you love silos now. I
0: do love silos. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, so they split up, they, they go with the other's friends and we see Mark with Lindsay's friends and Mark asks for advice. And how to deal with Lindsay's public outburst?
2: It's almost like Mark is desperate to get some directions.
1: Well, it's clearly a huge issue for him. It's not like it's one little thing. Like I'm going to say the three kids versus two kids. It's kind of a little thing in Steve and Noy's relationship. This is clearly mm-hmm. the big issue in their relationship. Like,
2: When we met Mark DeShog at the beginning, all the introductions, I was like, wow, this guy is fun. He probably is a little crazy, a little wild. His eyes are out of control, right?
1: (laughs) He is. He
2: looks stressed all the time.
1: That's how crazy Lindsay is.
2: All the time. I look at him. His eyes are just coming out of his head, but he's not laughing.
1: No, he's
0: he's
2: stressed. Yeah. And I feel bad for him. I genuinely think that he is a nice dude. Um, I have something to say about him because we'll get to it later. I don't think he tried so many things in his life because apparently he tried a taco for the first time. Yeah, uh, that's a which little is little like
1: suspicious,
2: dude. You live in America.
1: That means you've never eaten Mexican food because literally all Mexican food is—it's just different variations of tacos.
2: Like my parents love tacos. They live in the <laughs> Czech Republic, very far from Mexico, right? Yeah. Like, I hate to but say But has he it. tried a
1: burrito? Well, yeah. Which is just a roll to taco. Has he yeah. tried an empanada? Has he, right?
2: Probably not, which is crazy to me. Like, even when they went to Puerto Rico, he said, Oh, I've never traveled. I've never done this. I've never done that. So I feel like he lives a very simple life, which is fine. Yeah. A nice dude. So, him being so stressed, seeing him so stressed, is just sad. Yeah. And we all know why he's so stressed.
1: (sighs) So basically, Lindsay's friends just say you got to communicate with her. Let her know how you feel. And it's sad because Mark's response is, well, I don't feel comfortable enough to tell her how I feel. I don't feel comfortable enough to speak up. And that speaks volumes about Lindsay and very It speaks a little bit about Mark, but it speaks more about how Lindsay can make someone feel that they Mm -hmm. don't, their voice doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you speak up. I'm going to put you down and tell you you're wrong and and shut up.
2: And also, I feel like he doesn't like the conflicts. And he's afraid that him speaking up would create conflicts with Lindsay because she wouldn't have a regular conversation like normal people. She would make it into something what it's not right yeah so i think yes part of it is maybe it says something about mark maybe it says a lot about Lindsay and how she doesn't let anyone to speak up but also i believe that he's just afraid to start a new conflict he doesn't want to start a new conflict
1: yeah and it's sad because communication is always the answer
2: guys communication is the freaking key in relationships and work relationships and friendships. If you can't communicate, it's going to be tough.
1: But again, communication is a two-way street. So Mark could try to communicate and Lindsay could just put up a wall and have it bounce right back at him.
2: True. But let's be honest. And I said it to you. That's why we have the experts there.
1: Where, where are they?
2: Exactly. Where are they? <laughs> I feel like in the early seasons, like season one, two, three, four, five, maybe, they were so involved. They were visiting them all the time on the phones, on Zooms. Like they were so involved. Right now, we saw a PC for five minutes. Yeah. That's it. Where's, where's Dr. Is Dr. Pepper?
1: P- where's where's D P?
2: Where's Dr. Viviana? Yeah,
1: where's D V? Where's D P? We see her commenting
2: once in a while something, but where are they?
1: It's they a, need I'm to concerned. Guide are them. they okay? We're eight episodes in. I haven't seen DP once.
2: And I thought that's that's the reason why I mean that's part of this show. Like, let's say let's talk about quickly Love is Blind, right? They just let these people talk in the cubes.
1: The pods.
0: The
2: pods. And then they propose and they do their own thing. They're no experts. But that's fine. That's the, <laughs> yeah, that's
0: the
1: show.
2: Right? This show has the experts. Where are they?
1: I know. Usually Dr. Pepper rolls in around now with like a mug of tea and she sits down in her sweater and she talks.
2: Oh, Dr. Viviana. She would roll and be like, how is the sex? How is it going? You guys got to start banging. Yeah. yeah. None of Where that. Where is she?
1: Yeah. Maybe because of COVID. I could see DP is a little high risk.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get on Zoom.
1: That's a good point. Get on a call. That's a very good point. They, yeah.
2: they are nowhere. Come
1: on, experts. And you wonder why all these relationships are on ice? Exactly. Where are you? Okay. Should we move on? Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about Jasmina and Michael. Yes. So Michael's meeting up with his sister, Claire, and I need Claire's shirt. You need Claire's shirt.
2: What did it say? We
1: need to make married to reality shirts that say this. Okay. It says, sorry, I have plans with my couch.
2: That's pretty good.
1: Imagine like married to reality logo. Sorry, I have plans with my couch.
2: That sounds good.
1: I think we should make that. Shirt. We
2: should probably make a shirt that says, sorry, I have plans with my TV. But I
1: think that's what it means. Like I'm sitting on my, like, yeah. who sits on their couch and does something else?
2: But you can sit in an armchair.
1: That's not a couch. What do you mean? To watch TV? Yeah. Well, I think we just, let's generally just make well, this it's shirt. a good shirt. It's a good shirt. Guys, call in. Let us know if you want the shirt. We'll make it. We'll put it up. We do have a merch store, Married to Reality Podcast. Yeah, we com. also don't
2: copy. Well, we borrow. No, we don't. We, we have it. our own. No, we don't. We well, all right, we'll thing. come up with a
1: different variation. We have our
2: own thing. Come on, like all our merch is our own thing. That's very true. All
1: right, we'll come so up. So let's. With go all right, okay. Oh, you yeah, got me. Yeah, yeah, Here we go. Here okay. we go. So <laughs> Michael's filling Claire in on everything. The wedding was good. Loved what I saw. Start of the honeymoon was good. But then we started to have a conflict. Oops. And they show all these clips of the conflict and pretty much every clip they show, it's Michael starting those arguments.
2: Yeah, pretty right? much. But he's very calm. So he's not even like at first it doesn't seem like it. You really have to like watch it and listen to it because he's not going to start yelling at her. But
1: that's the scary part. Yeah. Those, those are the people that scare me are the people that are so calm, but underneath that are so angry because you're just waiting.
2: It's like ducks.
1: I love that analogy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it, oh. but it. I love that analogy, but I love it for people who who are calm, cool, and collected, but underneath are like working really mm-hmm. hard. Oh, like. Right, right. I don't love it for someone who's calm and cool in the exterior, but like fuming on the inside.
2: True. My boss called me a duck.
1: See, I like it. It's a good. Mm-hmm. It's a good analogy for you. Sort of. Like, you're a little more stressed at home than
2: at home, but you don't see it. I'm very cool at work. I'm cool like a. Like cucumber? a potato? Oh, cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I work potato, hard cucumber. underneath. I'm like, oh, I'm like a machine. But yeah, I do stress, but I do stress at home over stupid things. Nothing to do with John, actually, just in general.
1: Yeah. So I love what Claire says because she's making a lot of good points here. And she says, cut Jasmina some slack. Mm-hmm. She's put in this position, and so are you, Michael, but you're a different person. Claire's... Saying, Jasmine is put in this position where she's being forced to be very open. She's being forced to be very vulnerable. She's on camera. She's with a guy she doesn't know. She's living with him. She's married to him. And she's probably trying to protect herself a little bit.
2: Yeah. So Michael just has to take it easy and earn her trust because he's the man. And he's also the one who starts these conflicts so Completely. definitely something to think about and I think Michael appreciated that perspective coming from someone he trusts
1: yeah absolutely it's it's good advice and I hope he takes it to heart so then she has Amina meets up with her friend Sam
2: and they're talking about the wedding and the fact that Michael has female roommates came up obviously it's a big it's a big fight they had
1: before we get into it I don't want to overlook the fact that Jasmina goes, I'm meeting up with my friend, Sam. She's been with her fiance for eight years now. So I think she's the best person to get advice from.
2: Well, okay. First, I thought is, has she been engaged for eight years? Yes. No. I think she said she's been with her fiancé for eight years, meaning they've been together for eight years. Maybe they got engaged six months ago. They're
1: planning to wedding.
2: But I went there too. Okay, this is why we talk about
1: this because I was like, really? Someone who can't commit to getting married? Yeah,
2: Because he's a a fiancé. You cannot say, oh, she's been with her boyfriend for eight years and they're engaged now. No, right. he is the fiance. And we don't
1: know the guy, so she can't be like, oh, yeah. he's she's been with Ben for eight years. Yeah. 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 Okay, that makes sense. I, I hope that's the case. Otherwise, that's a yeah. terrible person. No, I went there from. first,
2: but I was like, wait a minute. No, like, she seems like a normal person. Also, show me a girl who's going to be engaged for eight years. Mm, there are some. For eight years? Mm,
1: there I was are some. freaking,
2: oh my gosh. But no, I literally think they've been dating for eight years and they're engaged now. And. That's the story.
1: Okay. So, Jasmina starts talking about the honeymoon and how Michael took a tone with her. Not a fan of tones, Jasmina.
2: Which I'm with her.
1: Eh, no one likes a tone.
2: I, I'm annoyed by people who take a certain tone. Eh,
1: no one likes tone loke muscle tone.
2: You are annoyed with that too.
1: Tony, Tony, Tony. It, no one likes a tone. Don't, it really is, and I go back and forth, it's, it's sometimes what you say. And it's other times how you say it.
2: 100%.
1: Yeah, no one likes a tone. Well, no one, yeah, no one likes say in quotes, tone. hmm So, then, she says, when she visited his place, she saw Michael lived with women.
2: Which would have been fine, because she has a male roommate.
1: Would have been perfectly, would have been great, I, almost, because we could understand yeah, each other's perspective. And I'm 100%
2: Jasmina's, I, I take Jasmina's side, because she said i asked him have you ever lived with a woman we talked about it and he said no mm. the fact that he didn't mention it that's crazy because she literally asked him and the, if he says oh i thought like with my girlfriend no that's dumb because no. if she asks, have you ever lived with a female you can say oh not with a girlfriend or anything but i do have female roommates Boom. That's it. It's out there. Not not a biggie.
1: Especially because Jasmina wasn't like, oh, I live with a boyfriend. She was like, yeah, I live with a guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get a quote from Sam that I'm currently having printed in poster form. I'm going to hang it all around our place because it's just so beautiful. Sam says, communication comes from communicating. That's very true. Indeed.
2: February, 2022.
1: Print it. Hang it on your wall. What a quote. <laughs> Communication comes from communicating. Indeed. It's brilliant. So, okay. She's like, my fiance tells me what he had for lunch. And in my mind, I'm like, ugh, I don't care. But it's better than secrets.
2: She said that? Yeah. I missed were, it, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: She's like, yeah, like, I make my fiance tell me everything.
2: I tell you what I have for lunch. Uh,
1: if I if I ask, I guess.
2: Yeah. I ask you and then you ask me.
1: Yeah. but I don't ask
2: you because of it's controlling. I just love food. So I'm always curious what you had because I now I can be like, oh, maybe that's what I want tomorrow. <laughs> it just came
1: across like <laughs> Sam keeps her fiance on a leash because she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he tells me what he has for lunch. I don't care. But, um, you know, no secrets. I need to know everything.
2: Yeah. That sounds like it.
1: Okay. Let's move on to uh Fiesta. Fiesta, fiesta.
2: I like the balloon side. Did it say talk about this party?
1: Yeah, it's was okay. I'm a big fan of puns. That one didn't make sense.
2: I was just going to say, I like the balloon side because it's a balloon side. I didn't love what it said.
1: Wait, are you saying balloon sign or side? Sign. Did oh. it say side? I think you said I like the balloon side. Like, I
2: would love my birthday. Is coming up. I would love to wake up to a beautiful balloon sign. What would it say? It would say, um, happy birthday, T. Okay. can be simple. <laughs> it's, I gonna, just,
1: it's not going to happen. So.
2: It's not. I
1: don't think, I don't have enough time. I don't think to to do that. But come on. Maybe next year. You have a birthday every year. So I have chances. I have opportunity. What?
2: Okay. You bought me a sign last year, but we used it for you because it says happy, happy birthday 30 plus. Which is for us. So we can use it for 80 years. Yeah, but we
1: ripped off the plus sign for you. I think was it your 30th? No, it was your 31st.
0: Yeah. Huh. yeah. So you can, can use, use it for 10 until, years. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs>
1: you know what? It's good. Okay, it's it's a taco theme party this one, and
2: Mark the would probably be like.
1: What is this?
2: What party (laughs) is this?
0: What party? We
1: need to talk about this because I have no idea what's (laughs) happening here. Um, So things seem better between Michael and Jasmina since the PC meeting, Mm -hmm. right? Jasmina says it's good for now. It could be better,
0: Mm -hmm. but
1: it's good. So the friends and the family arrive. Michael has zero guy friends, zero guy family members, zero guy roommates, zero guys in his life he
2: loves the ladies in he lo- general he
1: loves the ladies which is fine uh, i wonder about his work he's a personal trainer yeah right are all of his clients women because that would be something well i would not like let's just be very clear if you were a personal trainer and all of your clients were men i would well yeah not all love, of that, i would not love sure that but i'm sure he
2: has some ladies too some men i mean some men
1: you don't know we don't know
2: i'm guessing
1: yeah so they play a game of charades and a very competitive game of charades.
2: Well, apparently both Mike and Jasmina are very competitive, <laughs> which I think that's one thing they, they can bond on or totally argue on. Yeah.
1: If it doesn't get too serious, like it's fun to be competitive and take a game mm-hmm. somewhat seriously. Like you, you'd you rather have someone be into the game than be like, why are we playing this game?
2: I hate Playing games. Do you? Yes. You know that about You
1: bought me and it's sitting on our counter and we're going to open it up eventually. The 90 day what do you meme game. Well,
2: let me finish. I love playing drinking games.
1: Yeah. I don't think our friends were (laughs) surprised to hear that. Once we
2: went to a party and we got there and people gave me a remote... And we all were playing uh, something on TV. I hated it. Well, that was also It was the worst party ever. That was
1: because you didn't know anyone at that party. Oh, yeah,
2: but I don't want to be playing games.
1: I know, but if you're in a room full of people you don't know, and then we're all, I forget what game it was, but it was a game where there was like questions on a TV and you're like.
2: Yeah, we play it at work sometimes. I don't like it either. That's a
1: fine game if you know everyone, but if you don't know them, it's like, well, let's actually talk and get to know each other.
2: Yeah, still, like, I'm not a big game person. Like, give me a mic, I'll karaoke. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's my jam. Or, like, a drink. If I'm in a bar. Competitive karaoke. And I whip out, someone whips out what do you mean. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's about it.
1: So, Jasmina breaks off the talk with Michael's sister, Claire. And Claire is giving advice, saying, you got to stand your ground with Michael. Got to tell him no. Be strong. Michael needs that.
0: Mm-hmm. He's he apparently sure
1: he's apparently the type of guy who would never send food back at a restaurant. Ugh, very much like me. I mean, I was a vegetarian for years until someone accidentally brought me a steak at a restaurant, and I was like, I guess I'm not a vegetarian anymore. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I don't think kidding. I've ever sent food back.
2: Um, I think I complained before for sure.
1: I don't. I don't think I've. I'll I'll eat it. Um, thank you. Like I don't trust it. Speaking of
2: complaining, we recently got a takeout that wasn't good. Did you complain? No, I forgot. That. Ah! <laughs> if it was if I, I ordered it on forgot. my app, I would totally complain.
1: Yeah. No, to me it's like, you know what? I I got food still. I'm going to eat it. I'll make the best of it.
2: Oh no. No. If I got the food for free, I would probably look at it that way. I would be like, you know, like I'm not paying for this. It is what it is. If I spend a hundred dollars on dinner and it sucks, I'm gonna make sure I'll tell them that it sucked.
1: Okay, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. You're you're also one to really lower the tip.
2: Well, if- that's that's the punishment. Well, that, not not if the food sucks, but the waitress or waiter were great. Okay. I would still tip them, Fair. obviously, right? Fair. But we had, and we discussed this on one of our previous podcasts, we experienced very, very oh, rude yeah. waitress.
1: We don't need to go back into no, that. No,
2: but I'm saying that's where when I lowered the tip, yeah. John never lets me. Well, that's another Just story. Just so
1: non-confrontational. I'm like, yeah, thank you.
2: Well, you have to learn. If you're being rude to me and literally ignoring us- hurt.
1: They're not necessarily going to learn unless you leave them notes on how to be better. They and might just I wanted think,
2: to do it. I wanted to write it down, and you stopped. If me. you
1: leave a five percent tip, they're just going to be like, "Oh man, those people are cheap." They're not going to think it's about them. They're going to think it's about oh, you. Oh no,
2: I would say it. You know, I would say it. But you never let me.
1: Yeah, so get out of there. You know. Yeah, but move uh, on
2: again. It's your job. You should do that. Even if you hate it, put a smile on your face and be nice. If you're being rude and you ignore your customers and you expect 20%, please.
1: Okay. Speaking of moving on. (laughs) Can we move on? Yes. To a couple that shouldn't even be on this show anymore, but I don't hate that they still are.
2: Alyssa and Chris.
1: So Chris is home Skyping Mother Florine to tell her everything that's happened and he tells her after the wedding everything started to really go awry and he gives his mom sort of a play by play mhm everything all the shit that went down and the first thing florine says is seems like she wanted her 15 minutes mm-hmm. of fame
2: like it looks like she robbed you mhm and because she and got her 15 minutes of fame that's actually a really bad fame because she looks like a total asshole. I know, but
1: I still think there's going to be people out there that are team Alyssa. Not the majority, but enough where she doesn't think she was wrong.
2: Um, I would actually not love to see or meet those people because they're oh, probably no, they're, assholes.
1: They're not our people. Mm-hmm. Florine, on the other hand, Florine is one of us. She's all of us because oh, she, yeah. could, she says, I think Alyssa was just trying to get out of this without looking bad.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. It's
1: like, Florian, did you get an early edit of this show? Because you are absolutely right.
2: And it's crazy because Alissa is trying so hard on the camera not to look bad saying, I've tried my best. I'm not, I'm a good person. But they keep doing all the throwbacks to her, oh literally gosh. showing the exact opposite. <laughs> and she just looks like a total idiot because of, hello, there are cameras on your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, either be a nicer person or own up to it
1: 100 mm-hmm. percent. so florian's like she's probably doing you a favor do you want to spend decades with someone like that and we're all collectively saying no
2: no and that's why chris asked for a divorce yeah
1: he made the right
2: move yeah he's ready for the next person and bring it out he may need a sure little gone. time to move on or like get past this which i understand absolutely like,
1: no 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 this
2: was the
1: i hate to say it, this was not a real relationship it's, no, not like, it's not like he was married to this girl or engaged to this girl or dated this girl for a year.
2: No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this, this is how I see things. Imagine you get paired up with someone that doesn't even want to be near you. That's, what a, does that's it, an Alyssa problem. What does it do problem? to your head?
1: No, that's an Alyssa problem. That's not a curse
2: What does problem. it do to your head? It must definitely do something to you and you probably nope. need some time to nope. get nope. over this. No,
1: because I'm telling you, that was one crazy person telling Chris you do weird things with your hands there is currently 450 girls in his dms right now for sure saying you're so hot you deserve better he's He's a good dude he's fine yeah I think I hope he's fine you fine Chris let us know you okay (laughs) we're here for you Alyssa she's meeting up with her friend Caitlin Mm -hmm. who missed the wedding but she didn't miss much. I would have been pissed if I bought a dress for that wedding mm-hmm. and then you gave a gift.
2: Well, she bought ten dresses. Do you get? Do
1: you get your? Do you get your air fryer back from that wedding? <laughs> right.
2: That's a good question, actually. So,
1: Caitlin asks about Chris. And well,
2: before we go there, they rescue animals together that Alyssa's probably allergic to.
1: Which again, it's fine. We've said it. You can be allergic to animals and rescue them. You can load up on medicine. That's fine. But it was just a little convenient
0: mm-hmm. that you're like,
1: I, I can deal with all of these animals that I rescue, but I can't deal with your dog, Chris.
2: No. And plus, she has a dog. She's like, I got used to the dog. I'm fine. Just get used to Chris's dog. Gee. She could
1: get used to Chris's dog. She couldn't get used to Chris.
2: Mm-hmm, for sure.
1: That's the problem. So, yeah. First thing Alyssa says is, Well, Chris is not my type, but I tried to push through. Did and you? this is
2: where all the throwbacks are happening. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. I tried Give to, to push it to through. Her.
1: But everything I learned, it was just worse and worse. And Kaylin tries to call her out at first and is like, I, it's kind of hard to believe like his friends and family would say things that don't portray him in a good light.
2: Which they didn't. Like what, whatever they said, they didn't mean it anything bad. The fact that they said, oh, yeah, Chris is like the type of person. He loves to correct people. Sometimes it's fun. That's not a bad thing. It's not like oh, Chris keeps guns underneath the bed, and every time there is a deer outside, he just, like, shoots that baby deer. No. That's bad. Well,
1: I mean, that would probably turn Alyssa on. She she's <laughs> loves that cowboy lifestyle. But what the friend did say, which didn't come out great, was he's very focused on his work he's always on his phone yeah
2: but again i don't think different meant anything but i think the friend was trying to say he's a hard worker yeah he didn't phrase it right
1: the dude is unmarried at first sight he wants to get yeah. married
2: but i feel like a normal person would be like yeah you know what that's great chris works hard hopefully now when he has me he's gonna find some time we'll learn we'll find out yeah. right Alyssa's like Okay, so I would be a second to this? Oh, hell no. And
1: here's the truth is Alyssa heard that. And let's say it's true. She never gave Chris a chance to prove it one way or the other. She never lived real life with Chris to see, oh, does he put me first or is he always on his phone?
2: But- In her eyes, she tried the best. She did all she could to make this work. (laughs) Poor Alyssa.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Caitlin asked about the honeymoon and if they had like conversations about this. And Alyssa goes, not really, but it was a really small resort. So if he wanted to talk to me, he could find me.
2: And then we saw the throwback (laughs) of her telling the producers like, I don't want to talk to him. Not right now. I'll get him away from here. I don't want to have a conversation with him. Dude.
1: Right. Saying one thing, seeing another.
2: What a liar. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: And then we get Alyssa telling Caitlin about Chris's decision about wanting to get a divorce. And, of course, Alyssa trying to paint herself out to be the bigger person saying, I told him I wanted to try. I was willing to do anything to move forward. I wanted to make it work. But Chris just didn't want to.
2: You wanted to make it work after you literally talked shit about him that whole time? Yeah. Give me a break. That's how she's trying to save her ass.
1: Yeah. And I loved when Caitlin said, Well, I wish I could have met him to make my own assessment. Uh Because sometimes you're a little hard on guys. And then she goes, But from what you're saying, he doesn't sound like the guy for you. Yes. Which is all true. It's Chris is not the guy for Alyssa. No. I think
2: there's no guy for Alyssa.
1: Here's the best part. Well, one of the best parts. A producer asks Alyssa what's next, and she goes, I'll probably pack my bags. Move to Texas, find my cowboy there, but I'll talk to my psychic first. <laughs> and the internet exploded. Mm-hmm. My Facebook, my Instagram well, it's ours, it's our shared, it's our shared, married to reality pod Instagram. It was everyone saying, Texas is full. We don't have room for you. There's no cowboys left. Like, nobody wanted Alyssa. Nobody wants her anywhere. Nobody wants Alyssa.
2: Yeah. I hope her psychic tells her that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here we go. The best, most dramatic part of this episode. The whole episode was good. This was fantastic. Mm -hmm. The group outing, the group bowling. And let me just start by saying shout out to New England. If you guys were wondering what those weird things were in the bowling alley? Yeah,
2: I was wondering.
1: It's called candle pin bowling.
2: Wait a minute. We went bowling in Connecticut at least twice. They
1: have normal bowling too, but candle pin bowling, it's a New England thing, maybe in Canada, but Hmm. that's what those
2: I literally was thinking that. I was like, what are. are these little thingies? Yeah, it
1: was candle pin bowling. And so shout out to New England. We see you. We see you, New England. And so the whole gang's there. And this is where we learn Mark the Shock has never had a taco, which ah. is which is probably more confusing than candle pin bowling for a lot of people. <laughs> but then they start talking about toilet seats and leaving them up mm-hmm. versus down.
2: And we learn that Katina still has some beef with Lindsay.
1: Some taco beef.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yum.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not going to take sides on this beef because... I don't know who is in the right or the wrong here, if it was Katina or Lindsay.
2: True. But what I'm going to take sides on is that when Steve is talking, trying to make his point, and Lindsay jumps in and trying to talk over him. Oh. That's Um, wrong.
1: Lindsay's eyes just about rolled down the lane and knocked over some of those candle pins when they were having that conversation. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, she says, like, I read somewhere you can't have intimacy without... Someone before you have conflict,
0: I like
2: Katina and are just me now. She's like, Oh my gosh, like, stop it! Like, let Steve finish his thought. Yeah, so Steve went back to the toilet seat. Yeah, oh. and it's so true. Pump the brakes, like, but you it's, don't it's, have it's, to be the center of attention all the time.
1: She needs to make her point and be like, I'm right. That's it. So, it's, mm. it's all about her controlling the conversation. True, that's it. Yeah, and so Steve turns to Chris and asks, What's happening with you guys? And Chris comes out and says, Well when PC came, it was a tough conversation. And and he was very he was such a gentleman about the way he broke the news because he turned to Alyssa and he goes, You wanna take this or mm-hmm. you want me to like he didn't want to come in there and be like, Yeah, yeah. I dumped her ass. He was like how do you want to approach this? Like I don't want to make you look bad. I want to have this I do like
2: Chris. Yeah,
1: and she was like you you can say it, you can talk. And so he was like yeah, well, when PC came in, we had a tough conversation and we landed on getting a divorce. And he's like us not being together it's what's going to make us both happy.
2: Mm-hmm. But Alyssa's like, it's super hard for me, the situation we are in. I tried my best. I tried my
1: best. Stop.
2: I love how Elijah <laughs> Wood really sees bad. right through her.
1: Yeah, everyone does.
2: Everyone does. But Elijah one is the one who speaks up about it, which is great.
1: Yeah, for sure. He yeah.
2: feels bad for Chris. She's like, he's like, Alyssa's full of it. Like, stop it. Stop lying.
1: She's what? She's oh, full, full of it. Full yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. So then everyone starts bowling. And... Mark and Lindsay start arguing.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: Mark's pissed at the way Lindsay acted toward Katina. He's a little embarrassed. And I get this. When you're in a couple, the other person is a reflection of you. For sure. The way I act, it reflects on you, T. Mm-hmm. And the way you act is a reflection on me. Mm-hmm. Less so, I'll say. In this circumstance on maps because they didn't choose each other. True. Right? Like if you go out to a party and you're wild and drunk and making a fool of yourself, people look at me and go, John chose to be with that. John mm-hmm. likes that. So I I subscribe to couples are reflections of each other's. This Mavs is a little bit different because they didn't choose each other. But still, you're a team. And Mark says that. We're a team. And Lindsay starts going off on Mark. So he walks away and Lindsay, this is the first time she oversteps on this episode when she yells out like, call your mom, see if she lets you win tonight. Mm-hmm. That's so, like- oh, so emasculating, so infantilizing. It's, it's so rude it in is. front of everyone. Like forget it, even saying it to someone in private, in front of everyone mm-hmm. saying that.
2: And she was like, I am your team. I put on a hazmat suit for a shitty apartment. It's Mm -hmm.
1: like Because she thought that, because she thought, oh, this is what I need to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take control of this. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to save the day. She did it because she wanted to be in power and in control of that Mm -hmm. situation. Not because I'm being nice. It's like, no, you're going to fuck this up. You don't know what you're doing. Let me go in there and do it for Mm -hmm. you.
2: So then we see, like, MTS walks away, and Chris joins him. They're sitting, like...
1: Please say it. What? Where are they sitting?
2: Like, on the stairs? On
1: this gross carpeted stair. This is is almost as bad as putting a suitcase on a bed. It is. Sitting on that gross carpeted bowling alley stair. But
2: this is how I feel, right? Right now, after COVID, I'm very sensitive to all germs. So the second I go to a restaurant and I sit on a chair... I'm gonna wash my pants and I'm gonna wash your pants too. i mean
1: let's let's be honest so, here,
2: but the difference between the suitcase and these pants are that they can come home, take them off, and wash them. Are they going to well that's a whole different question but
1: what's actually worse than I didn't mention at the top is they were bowling. And eating pizza. Ah! Imagine touching those balls that everyone else's hands have touched. I can I don't think I will pizza. ever go
2: bowling. I would have to wear my chicken Ugh. gloves.
1: And think about it, like everyone like touches that same wet oh sponge gosh. to get their hands moist. 100%
2: not. So many issues. I think I'm done with bowling
1: forever. So many issues. But okay. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're sitting on these gross carpet covered stairs. And Mark says, I'm not afraid to talk to Lindsay, but it's going to cause a fight. And I don't and want And that's
2: literally what I said before. I don't want to fight. He is afraid to talk to her because it's going to end up into a fight.
1: Yeah, which is terrible, right? So Mark says we have different personalities. That's an issue. And while he's talking to Chris, you see Lauren, the producer, go into the bathroom where Lindsay is hiding
2: behind a closed door. So we don't see right. Lindsay, we just don't,
1: Lindsay. We don't see anything. We just hear Lindsay going off and she says, you know what, Lo? I think I'm done. Real talk. Real talk. He makes 60 grand a month selling gym memberships. Let me tell Wait, did I write that mm-hmm. as I'm reading this? Mm-hmm.
2: Literally, Lindsay talks shit about MTS Whoa, taking, wait, 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 wait. making 60,000 60, a year selling gym oh, memberships. A year. Yeah. Okay,
1: I was just reading my notes, and I read sixty grand a month. No,
2: that would be a whole different. I was like, what? <laughs> no. making sixty grand a, a year, year selling yeah, yeah. gym memberships.
1: Okay, yeah. Let me tell you how to be a big bad man. Yeah, so disrespectful. Oh
2: my gosh!
1: Like, is he happy? Because he, if he makes sixty grand and you make whatever, like, you'll be fine, mm-hmm. right? So, is he happy? Because that's important. Oh, for sure. She doesn't care about that. And then Jen, the producer, goes in for backup. And Lindsay goes, I'm not going back out. I'm done. I'm sick of my husband. Tell me one other wife that would deal with this. <sighs> She's yelling so loud. Mark can hear from the carpet-covered stairs. Mm-hmm. It's wild how it, it just wild. escalated to this level from seemingly like there. In a good place. Mm-hmm. Sure, he poops with the door open. Sure he pumped the brakes <laughs> and doesn't want to bang her real hard. But they seem to be okay. Yeah. And now it's I'm done. I'm sick of my husband. hmm Bashing him for his salary, for his job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: On mic to the producers mm-hmm. when you know there's cameras there. You're tra that's trash. That's trash behavior. It's trash behavior. Yeah. So immature. Can't stand it. She's like Go back to your roach-infested apartment. I'm going back to South Boston to live my good life. And yeah. Ma- Mark is such a good-hearted person who puts everyone else first, right? Would probably not judge anyone f- for their salary or for their career. But here Lindsay is judging left and right every mm-hmm. choice Mark has made. And it's, it's really sad to see.
2: It really is.
1: It's good. It's good drama, though.
2: Yeah, I great drama for us, but drama. I felt bad for MTS.
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't. I don't see these too. No,
2: me neither. And we'll we got Stephen
1: Noya with issues. Yeah, we got Mark and Lindsay with issues. But
2: we saw the previews for next episode, and they were doing good again. So we'll see. Oh, were they? Mm-hmm.
1: How do you come back from
2: that? I don't know,
1: guys. If you're watching uh ninety day before the ninety day, it's like a Gino and Jasmine situation where you watch her Mm -hmm. launch the toothbrush out the front door, and you go, how do they come back from that?
2: Oh, when she takes the head off your head. She takes the
1: hat off. And you're like, how do they come back from that? And then they do. So.
2: We'll
0: see. They'll
1: probably come back. Anyways, what an episode. What an ending. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Of course, we shared the big news at the top of the show that we're gonna be covering below deck. And yes. if you were following us on Instagram, you'd have a say in that. So make sure you're following us at Married to Reality Pod. Shoot us a message. I don't know that we're going to cover any more shows right now. I think three is our lucky number. Yeah, for now. Right? But let us know what you guys are watching, if we should be watching something else. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. Look down and smash that follow button.
2: Guys, smash it like it's as hot as this whole episode.
1: <gasps> also, guys, we got merch. Teresa said we can't do. Uh, sorry, I'm busy on my couch.
2: Because it's been done. Sure, we are OG people. We'll come, O-G. Some,
1: we'll come up with something else and it will be at marriedrealitypodcast.com. There's a button for the store, so check that out. And thank you guys again for the reviews. We appreciate it so much. I think I've said it all. Have you said it I've all?
2: I've said it
0: all. Ooh.
1: All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Bye.